0: The TNT Shop has great gift ideas for your furry family member. And we don't mean your Aunt Dolores. You stink. The TNT Shop has it all at TNTradio.live. Telling it as it is. Kate Shemarani on today's News Talk Radio TNT.
1: Hello, the Natural Nurse Army. I am indeed Kate Shumarani, Natural Nurse in a Toxic World, and you're joining us for the second half of the show. If you've missed the first half, then please do listen on playback because it's incredible information from John Richardson Jr. about the vitamin B17. Now, I had a quick look at the news of what's going on this week and NHS nurses being investigated for industrial scale qualifications fraud. Industrial scale. We're also told that over 30% of the nurses in the UK are now from overseas. I personally have witnessed where I cannot understand them when they're speaking. And so if I can't, I'm sure that elderly patients who maybe have compromised hearing will also be suffering. And we had a a recruitment drive. Um, Boris Johnson had a big recruitment drive and they get to bring all their dependents as well. And this continues. And we've got even more overseas doctors. What's actually happening in the NHS, or as I affectionately like to call it, the National Homicide Service? We now are onto protocol, or should we say guideline 29.5, where if you are 18 and over and you present with breathing problems that do not get better with mild intervention, you can be placed on end-of-life care, and I have interviewed doctors, nurses, clerical staff, Terrified patients, relatives. I've even had um, people from the funeral industry contact me and interviewed them, telling me quite horrific stories. You might remember that John O'Looney said that when he collected the patients and he would unzip the body bags, he knew when they'd been given remdesivir, the body bags were sloshing. And these patients were like he'd never seen before, completely like skeletons. So what is that end-of-life care? It's removal of all food, water, essential medication and given huge doses of benzodiazepines and opioids. Well, what's actually happening is, is the health service is gone. You've heard me interview Dr. Bob Gill, who did the documentary, The Great NHS Heist. And we know that now pharmaceutical companies are very much moving into being in charge. Also this week, we saw the young man, who went and questioned Rishi Sunak, the young man who's damaged by the COVID shot. And there is a government payout, as I've said, for 120K. And the the patients, I should say, the recipients of this unlicensed, untested, uninsured, experimental bioengineering uh, weapon would like to get more than 120K and there is no more money that would come from the taxpayer from the likes of myself and we've been told we're entering a recession there's no money anywhere and there are a lot of people like myself who didn't take that shot lots of people lost their jobs lost everything and why people are asking well why should we then pay millions for those that decided to take it because of coercion or they wanted to go on holiday or they wanted to go to the football games and everything else, but money, there is no more money. We're in a recession and there's lots and lots going on. I read in the press today, a grandmother, 69 years old, coming to the end of her life, spent three days on a trolley in the hospital. Three days on a trolley. I can't imagine the discomfort, the bright lights. I've worked in the emergency room. It would be truly horrific. And that's going to put their body under even more pressure. And that's before we even get onto the food. Well, what can we do about it? Well, we can try and keep our health in the best, the best it could possibly be. And I know that you listen to me, you natural nurse army people. I told you you're in the army now. So stop eating rubbish, drinking rubbish, whining about it. And putting your health in the hands of a system that is broken, has no money, and quite frankly, my dear, has some pretty horrific people in there who uh, they don't particularly care. I, I, I've heard enough testimonies. There's some good nurses, but there's some terrible ones. And there's some damn right cruel ones. That's just the way it is. How can you avoid it? Well, you all know, and if you're new to my show, and thank you so much for your emails, keep them coming, Kate Shimarani at tntradio.live, incredible emails, thank you for the proposal, at least I got one. Um, the, the story of how I got to where I'm getting, you know, to be in front of you guys, thanks to TNT, start shopping in the shop to keep us on air, is because I was diagnosed with a very aggressive and deadly breast cancer. And my ex-husband, ever the researcher, I didn't want to do chemotherapy, radiotherapy, tamoxifen, solid found this amazing woman for me. And she became my mentor in in so many ways. She took on my case and it it just became apparent that she knew more than anyone I'd ever met. How much have I given thanks to this woman? Well, I've spoken a little bit about my daughter. That was the woman I went to with my daughter's case. This is how much I trust this woman. Before I bring her on, I'm just going to tell you, because she's author of quite a few books. My most precious book is one of her books. And I bought two copies in case one got destroyed and I couldn't get it anymore. She's an internationally acknowledged expert in the field of detoxification, dietary healing, holding over 20 years of experience, much more since qualifying as a dietary therapist in 1987. She studied under Dr. Lawrence Plaskett at the College of Dietary Therapy in London. Yep, she's a pommy. And through her work with patients choosing the Gerson Therapy, She has witnessed firsthand the fundamental roles of specific dietary protocols in the healing of chronic disease. She's lectured all over the UK, America, Australia, uh, developing training packages for both professionals. They are incredible. I'm going to vouch for it. You should all be doing one. Absolutely. She's trained nurses and I wanted to train all the nurses. A little secret she might not tell you. She's an accomplished musician, a harpist. She knows more about herbs than most. Um, I've never met anyone like her. And when you see her, she is lean with the most beautiful, gentle voice, who even in my darkest hours and my darkest hours came recently with my own daughter. She brought me back to center and calmed me and did the same for my daughter. And I think that today we're going to see one of the best guests that TNT could ever have on. And it's a 24 hour station worldwide, because I have never met anyone with more knowledge, no doctors, nobody, than this woman. Now, she went and did a training at the Institute, even though she wasn't a doctor, and became so good, she ended up on the board and rewrote the training. That should tell you everything you need to know. And, you know, get yourself all over her website, get the book, because what's going to protect you is to take over your own health. And I would like to welcome, and I feel very humbled, Catherine Alexander. Catherine, welcome to the Kate Shumrani Show on TNT Radio Live.
2: Okay, that was an awesome introduction. Thank you very Uh, much. I couldn't do you justice. I really couldn't.
1: And, um, you know, you've guided me. Your book, I was reading it. Sorry, folks. Keep telling me I look tired. I was reading it at 2 a.m. this morning. And every time I pick it up, I learn something new. And that's the way we should be. We should learn something every day. She has other books. Catherine, you know, We've had lots of conversations, and I, you have become my teacher, not just as a patient. We don't like the word patient because it means to, to endure, to suffer. Um, I became your student, and and I attribute the reason I'm alive and well today to that. But we're seeing, you know, what it, what does the new normal look like for the health consumer? It would have been unacceptable, as you've said 40 years ago. 50% of all people of all ages are going to get cancer, one in two in their lifetime, which is horrific. And by uh, 2040, male sperm infertility. Go Google spermageddon, folks. Just putting spermageddon in the Google search. The handmaiden's tale is uh, is upon us. Chronic disease up by 40% across all age groups with a rise of 70 to 80% having two or more conditions, rationing of services and treatments, as the government and health insurances, they can't afford the rising costs. Um, this means that more and more sick people are going to be untreated, placed on end-of-life care. We've seen that with the palliative care funding review. They're broadening it to nearly a million in the UK, a minimum of a million a year, and incentivizing it so hospitals will make money by doing it. Why is this happening, Catherine? What is leading to all this disease?
2: Well, I mean, when you look at the World Health Organization, they will say that it's a lack of exercise, that it's poor diet, that it's smoking, too much alcohol, stuff like that. But they never, and it is all of those things, all of them, but they they go quiet on the position of chemicals, Uh chemicals food chain, chemicals under your sink, chemicals in your makeup bag, nobody's saying anything. And yet they will say, yes, this substance or that substance has been proven to be carcinogenic, but there is no effective regulation by governments or the bodies that they put in charge to start dealing with this problem. Instead, we're just hearing as members of the public, we're groomed into that complacency where they're promising us there's a new cure, there's new tailored treatments. Have you any idea how much they cost? And who's gonna pay, like you said, because we've reached this tipping point. And that tipping point is where the increase or the incidence of disease and the costs of it have outstripped all governments, all insurance companies capacity to pay. And the public are going to become aware of this. In England, certainly, they're becoming aware of it because I think you've got about 7 million on your waiting lists. A lot of those people wait for up to a year and about half a million wait for longer than a year. So, even with cancer patients, they're not getting seen. And I think people have been pushed into that complacency because they feel that the problem's too big. They feel that the government will look after them or that their doctor will look after them. But I think the reality we will see within the next 10 years is going to be something very, very different.
1: Absolutely. And for those of you out there who think that the government love you and that they're your mummy and daddy, they don't. And remember that all of the companies I think it's, uh, did I I said it, 103 or 108 billion dollar industry uh, and growing. And when we talk about these uh, turbocharged cancers, remember that all of the companies that were making these COVID shots have switched to oncology drugs. So they're going to be doing this. And I don't believe that a lot of people are going to come out of this once they've absolutely poisoned you a lot of you are going to die before you even access that treatment um, and will be placed on end of life care and this is the harsh reality of it and onologist I've never met a poor oncologist ever in my life because they're working in the NHS and privately so Catherine um if all of these chemicals we saw Monsanto we we saw glyphosate. And you actually said to me one day, you know, we're seeing an explosion in adolescent tumors because of glyphosate. And you also pointed me in the direction of um, and I have spoken about it on the show and I have the book that you recommended where we have boys and girls being born and they don't know what they are. They don't feel that they're a girl or a boy.
2: So this again, these chemicals are are having, can, can you tell us a little bit about that? I can indeed, but I just want to backtrack just one second. When we are told that we're winning the war against cancer and that the death rates are going down, if you go to Our World in Data and you do a search and you look for share of the population with cancer, This chart, or it's a global map, what it means is how many people, or what percentage of the population in each country are living with cancer. All right. In Japan, it's over 20%. In Russia, it is 14%. In Germany, it's 9%. In the UK, Canada, and America, it's between 5 and 6%. And in South Africa and some of the South American countries, it's about between 8 and 10%. So that's what we're facing. And it will snowball in terms of suddenly you're going to get the rate of cancer, the death rates will go up. Already it's the second cause of death. And in even the population age group from 15 to 49. All right, so that's what we're looking at. And we mustn't be complacent by thinking that there's going to be a cure. There isn't going to be a cure. There so this is-
1: vaccine, this vaccine that they're coming out with, the messenger RNA cancer vaccine. And they just passed a, a an act a law, whatever it's called in France, that if you speak out against messenger RNA nanotechnology, you can go to prison for three years and face, what was it, a 43,000 uh, euro fine for speaking out. That means I they've got a lot to hide.
2: <laughs> it does. But I think when, when we're coming back to what can we do, I think that one of the biggest... Uh, problems that we have as human beings is our inability to say no. And you know, oh, I can say no. <laughs> in, I know you can, and you're incredibly brave. I don't think I've met someone as brave as you. But what what I've noticed, well, what happened in the UK? I don't know how many years ago it was, but I was living over here in Australia. There was a, we all knew about trans fats since the 1980s. We all knew that they were toxic and that they caused major health problems, and yet they weren't regulated, still continued to be in the food. Then there was a TV program in the UK talking about trans fats. The next day, consumers went into supermarkets and they were checking the packages. They decided that they weren't going to buy anything with trans fats in, which meant that the supermarkets had to change what they stocked. So as consumers, we have a huge voice. We can actually dictate and change the trajectory. So it's all about saying no. So this comes back to the chemicals. Sorry, Kate, you go. Yeah, listen,
1: it is about the consumer. You are the consumer. You're consuming life-saving information right now. So we're going to have a quick word from our sponsors and you're going to make yourself a cup of tea, drag him in from the great outdoors. Because remember, I always like to talk about biological man and woman, erectile dysfunction, vaginas, penises, everything on this show. And we want everything working in tip-top condition. So don't go away, come right back and hear the amazing Catherine Alexander and life-saving info.
0: TNT's Abby Roberts. That was a man called John Watt, who I have met, um, vaccine injured. Um, He is, by the way, can I just say, for anyone watching, and and we've, on Twitter, honestly, what makes my blood boil is the people that say, oh, he's an anti-vaxxer. He had the bloody vaccines. I, it's, its that's just bizarre that saying that you you know you you, you hate chocolate and you literally you're caught with your, your your mouth full of uh, you know just chocolate coming out of your mouth it's just absurd um so he by the way is is the tip of the iceberg there's a wonderful man called Alec alex mitchell also up in Scotland um who has had his leg amputated um, as a result of the astrazeneca vaccine let me tell you everyone that in the UK I mean we're talking I, I don't even know the numbers but a huge amount of numbers um for the uh uh, that have been injured and affected by these covid 19 vaccines they should never have been rolled out and they should have been stopped immediately uh when there was uh you know when there were hints that there were things going wrong abby roberts on tnt in a democracy the majority vote rules But in most
1: democracies, you can only vote for change every three or four years. To understand what people want, governments and political parties use focus groups. These focus groups can include as little as 20 people. Australia is a country of over 25 million people. Does making decisions based on 20 people sound fair to you? Have your say. Be heard in between elections. Download the For My Say app now. That is number four, my
0: say. It's time to switch on today's news talk radio. Very entertaining. TNT.
1: And I'm back, and you're back, and you're listening to me, Kate Shamarani, natural nurse in a toxic world, talking to Catherine Alexander. And I know that you might say, oh, it's depressing for a Saturday morning. Let me tell you, folks, it may be depressing. But as I've been there, I've been there when I was told, well, you've got breast cancer, and it's not good because it's the worst kind, it's deadly. And you're looking at uh, a mastectomy, chemotherapy, radiotherapy, tamoxifen, zolidex. Actually, I declined all of those and later regretted the surgery. Um, But I'm still here 12 years on because of the lady on your screen. And I can tell you as a mother, facing it with my own child who is, is just coming into her own finished university. And having to do for her what I did for myself, um, I can't tell you the pain in the small hours of the morning. And my heart goes out to every single parent out there um, who've lost their children. It defies uh, what is that you should, out, uh, you know, you should be seeing your children outlive you. And if you look at one in two getting cancer, people getting cancer younger and younger, it doesn't need to be this way. You can avoid it. And in a lot of circumstances, you can reverse it, but you've got to put the work in. And that's why you're here listening. And that's why I bring you the best. You want the truth? Can you handle the truth? That's why you're only here. Stop pussyfooting about buying garbage, perfumes, makeup that are as toxic as can be. This is not a wetsuit. What goes on your skin goes in your skin goes into your systemic circulation, goes through your liver, makes you even more toxic. Stop having all the latest gear, the latest car, all of your rubbish movies and everything else that you subscribe to. I don't really watch telly, the Idiot's Lantern. And yet the thing that you'll spend the least money on is your food. Oh, it's too expensive. The best vehicle you could ever have in your life is this that you're sitting in. And that's why we bring you guests to help you get it back to the standard of a Ferrari. It should purr and run beautifully till you are very old and keel over one day and it will all be done within two days. So my guest, Catherine Alexander, author, world-renowned speaker on dietary healing, rewrote the training for the Gerson Institute if you just joined us. The list is endless. There's nobody knows more than her. It's who I went to for my daughter. It's who I would go to again. I wouldn't go to most of the doctors because they don't even get trained in nutrition. But Catherine, please do continue where you are going. You've told us all about the data, people getting cancer and living with cancer. Uh, You know, we don't hear disease free survival, which is what we should be hearing. So please tell us some more.
2: Thanks, Kate. Um, Yes. So we come back to this. Why is there such a high prevalence of cancer? And I was talking about the raft of chemicals in the food chain. So we all know about the pesticides, which, of course, have they act as estrogen mimics in the system. But also when you look in your own cosmetic bag, when you've got um, makeups or makeup removers that are full of surfactants, which break the grease down in your detergents, the same thing. You've got all the plastics that you're exposed to, whether it's drinking from uh, bottled water or whether with the um, soft, they put phthalates in plastics to make it soft, to make it more flexible. So all these um, endocrine disrupting chemicals are absorbed by the body and they also go into the um, water system and they're broken down in the sewage plant And what we noticed, first of all, was the fish that were starting to become what we call intersex. So this was way back in 2002 in the British rivers. They were getting alarmed because of the feminine characteristics that the fish were displaying. And also um, a lot of the fish, 20% of the fish had both male and female sex organs. So they were raising the issue then. And then in, it's just, you know, they haven't done anything about it. And let me say that a lot of the municipal drinking water is not regulated for those endocrine disrupting chemicals. And another thing, the chlorine that they put in the water creates disinfectant byproducts, which is a major cause of bowel cancer. Okay, so what I'm saying is that these chemicals are actually causing cancer. Now, with there's certain windows, age windows, that where children are most vulnerable. And the first age window is in the womb. So the first seven weeks, this is when you're getting all the cell programming happening. Well, it happens throughout the pregnancy and in the neonatal phase so when the baby's just born. but if you imagine it starts as a two cells coming together, a sperm and an egg, and then you get all this division and then you get different organs developing. Now up until seven weeks, if you were to look at the embryo under the microscope, you wouldn't be able to tell whether it was male or female. all right in fact you'd think it was female. And that's because in the male embryo, there's a testosterone surge. And what that does is it makes the ovaries or what would be the ovary in a female drop. So they descend and they form the testicles. Then the testicles start to produce testosterone and it makes for the development of all the male sex organs and the sex glands. What actually happens is that when you get tiny amounts of these endocrine disruptive chemicals in the system, it will inhibit that testosterone surge and it will be antagonistic to testosterone. So, this is the cause of the feminization of the fish that we see and of frogs. So, it's not just the fish kingdom, and also we're seeing it in human beings the other thing that happens during the development phase is that your brain is hardwired becomes hardwired so that you identify with the gender or the biological sex that you're assigned with you identify with that so what we're now seeing is we're seeing a whole new generation where we've got gender dysphoria we have gender fluidity all right and there's nothing wrong with those people we've always had a portion of our society where that occurs i was looking at um, martin clunes the other day when he went to the pacific islands and there was this incredible can't remember which episode it was, but he he was talking to this community, and they were talking about in their culture, they actually, um, it's not that they revere those people, but those those people have a special place. So we're not saying that there's something wrong with people. We're just saying that they have a problem, a lot of infertility. Yes we're dealing with that too. But we now have this problem caused by the endocrine disrupting hormones, chemicals.
1: There is an app that you can go on to called Think Dirty. And um, when you start to educate yourselves, it's important that you do look at the back of, of these products. And you'll very quickly start to learn what are the nasties, That you can use. And fellas, if you're kissing your woman and 60% of the lipsticks on the US market contain lead, which is a neurotoxin. And remember that your Wi-Fi 2.45 to 5.8 gigahertz will open your blood brain barrier. That is going to her brain. And if you're kissing her, that's going to your brain as well. So stop buying these high-end designer toxic makeups and think about is this going to be the mother of your child? Because Catherine's telling you the most important year of a child's life is the year before it's conceived. You you want to be thinking if she's going to be bearing your child, the two of you should be on the biggest health kick ever because your constitution, I learned the constitution from Catherine, how your money in the bank, once you reach a certain age, you can never add more than that level. You can maintain it. But you can't go above it. So if you've only got 20 quid in the bank, you're already at a deficit instead of 20,000. Um, you taught me that, Catherine, about that constitution. Do you remember? It taught me so much. Yeah. So, you know, if you can put that in any better words for understanding. So we're not talking here about woke or wanting to be trendy or, or wanting to belong to something. We're both of an age. Trust me, I was born in the hippie era. You know, what you think is, it's all different now. We've all been here before. We've seen it all come and go. I've got fashions that are back in fashion now. I don't chuck anything out. You should see the age of the producer. But anyway, what I'm saying is we're talking about people that don't know what they are because of what Catherine's just told you about so when you get this perfect little baby born to you and you start lathering it up with all these products on the market, please Google the Johnson & Johnson talcum powder scandal and its links to ovarian cancer. And people still use it in on their babies, which is quite horrific. Catherine, what happens in the body Um that brings it to a stage where it, it can no longer rally an immune response to to kill a bad cell or kill off infection?
2: What What's actually happening? Well, it's not quite as simple as that. The immune system is just a reflection of the health of the rest of the body. So it's a system. And I always say, You know, you can compare two people, same condition that's been diagnosed, they get the same treatment, one of them makes it, and one doesn't. So what you're looking at here is the capacity to respond. What is my capacity to respond? And we tend to focus on the immune system as being the capacity to respond, it's not. The immune system is there to um, deal with toxins, bacteria, things that shouldn't be in the system, but it's actually the structure and the integrity of the body, first and foremost, that's going to give you your resilience. So, you know, when we look at things like cancer, people say to me, oh, you know, what do you think about this? I'm taking this to boost my immune system. It won't. Boost the immune system. All right, so the the immune system has a really fast turnover rate, which means it needs nutrition every single day. So if you're not eating properly, you're only going to have half the army. Let's see it as an army. If you take something to boost it, it's like flogging a dead horse. All right, the body has to rebuild the immune cells through that good nutrition, and then. Um, coming back to this the, the immune system and cancer when people talk about boosting the immune system, the immune system is already working overdrive with cancer. So I'm, I'll just explain this because it, it's quite fascinating. When um, you what, how the immune system works is it it actually can tell what is self and what is not self. So just see that your has a barcode. Every cell that is you has a barcode and every cell or say the cancer has a different barcode. So it's up to the immune cell to go and see where those foreign barcodes are and grab it and digest the cell with that barcode. What the cancer cell does is it is it lets go of its wrapper. So let's see, let's see the, your cells as tins of baked beans or tins of something with a wrapper on. So the cancer cell will release its wrapper. So it's still standing there on the shelf or in the body. And the immune system is suddenly busy with trying to digest the wrapper, not realizing that the can of baked beans isn't or the cancer cell isn't there. Am I making sense?
1: Yeah, it's a horrific
2: it's horrific. So this is where your body comes in with the enzymes. So the and I think you had somebody before me talking about laetrile, didn't you?
1: Yes, yes. Now the
2: laetrile works with the enzymes. So it's up to the enzymes to release the immune system cells of their burden, so that they're ready for action to actually go and find those cancer cells. So it's a very it's not a straightforward thing or oh, it's the immune system. Mm-hmm. The immune system doesn't respond. It's because your whole body is not responding. And that in you know, the work that I've done, it's two things. It's toxicity and deficiency. So when the body gets very toxic, the cells will start to be interfered with they'll start to slow up they'll they'll lose their energy capacity they will become more acidic in nature doesn't even matter if you're taking heaps of supplements the cell is not going to be res- not going to respond it's things like fluoride for example if you have fluoride in the body more than you need it will inhibit the whole energy cycle all right so it dumbs it down
1: wow so look folks fluoride chlorine bromine they're the heavy halogens and your lovely water providers put them in there then they put in chemicals to stop the pipes corroding And I found endless studies on how those chemicals also cause cancer. Um, There was 21 states in America now liquefy dead bodies and put them into the water supply. Don't take my word for it. Do your due diligence because it's all out there for you to find out. Um, We're going to have a word from our sponsors and you're going to think about toxicity and deficiency. They're the two things that Catherine taught me. And uh, the lady that you're listening to right now is the reason I'm sitting in front of you in every single capacity of every one of my cells, because she taught me, she counseled me through my cancer, and I became her student and I can't get enough of her. Join us back in a minute, a word from our sponsors and get shopping.
0: Give me a minute. With TNT Radio's Steve Malsberg.
1: Well the gals at The View were at it again Specifically Joy Behar Who defended Joe Biden On his memory and his memory issues Before actually asking a legitimate question
0: And by the way Before I continue with this why do, would he want to remember the day that his son died? Why? You want to block that out of your head. You want to remember no, when he was I, alive. No, I... So I think, oh, wait, hold on. The fact is getting... That factor is getting completely
1: buried. Okay, so he mixed up the names of a couple of people. How big of a problem is this going forward in this election for Biden? And Sonny Hostin took the question and ran with it.
0: I think it's significant. It's bizarre. And... and What are the two names? Obrador. That, the CC and Obrador. It's not different. super close. Yeah, they're pretty different. <laughs>
2: and the other thing is, what the report said was, um, he could not remember when he was the vice president. Wow, looks like Sonny wants Biden out of this race, and she has a plan.
0: There's an off-ramp here, and I think one of the off-ramps that we need to think about is once all of the delegates are, are received, the de- the DNC will be certifying the delegates, right, um, and the count, and Gavin Newsom can be swapped out if Joe Biden decides to Or another aside, candidate. Or it another can candidate. be done.
1: When the crew on The View is openly talking about Biden dropping out, it's only a matter of time. Thanks for giving me a minute. I'm Steve Malzberg. Catch my show Monday through Friday, 9 p.m. Eastern, right here on TNT.
2: see it coming it's pre-diabetes and it captures one in three adults you may not even know you have it but you can escape take the one minute pre-diabetes risk test to know where you stand with early diagnosis you can change the outcome and prevent or delay type 2 diabetes be your own hero on smartphones everywhere at doihaveprediabetes.org
0: Kate Shimarani on today's News Talk, TNT Radio.
1: I am Kate Shimarani, your natural nurse in a toxic world. You are in the natural nurse army and you're listening to me and looking at me on TNT Radio Live. Thank you for all of your emails. Thank you for your freebies, Terry thank you so much for a life's worth of uh, liquid ozone what can i say and my hydrogen bottle and you'll be seeing terry on this show um i'm eternally grateful for everything you send please do t- uh email me kate shamarani at tnt radio live now you've been listening to my she was my practitioner she is my teacher she's my daughter's practitioner Um, she's world-renowned. I've never met any doctor or nurse or anyone who knows more than she does. And she was telling us uh, before the break about toxicity and deficiency. And Catherine taught me something. So for all of you out there who continue to, I see you. I see you all over social media where you're saying, if you get cancer, you need to fast. You need to fast. And Catherine said this to me one day. And you've heard me say on this show, I just pinched her line. She said to me, if you fast when you have cancer, it's like taking unpaid annual leave when you're already skinned, when you've already got no money in the bank. Because food is your medicine. That is what food in the presence of oxygen is going to generate ATP, adenosine triphosphate. That's what your cell is going to do, and it needs that energy to do everything. And that's why you see cancer patients, they're tired. They can't generate that energy. So that should have put a big, massive sock in all of your fasting gobs. Anyway, Catherine, please do continue what you were telling us there about that. You were talking about deficiency, toxicity, and you know, how how we can't, it's, it's supplements as well. It's a huge market, supplements, isn't it? Absolutely huge market. And I hear people all the time going, oh, I'm fine. I can eat McDonald's. I can drink 14 gins on a night out. I take a multivitamin in the morning. <laughs> it's going to get you. You're not going to get out of here. Get out of jail free with that mentality. So food is the most important thing, isn't it?
2: It is. Um, I think that if you look at the body like you're doing a renovation, all right, so you've got the builder in and you're saying, my house is falling to pieces. We need to rebuild it. And then you're watching and he's got all the great equipment. He's got, you know, all the electrical tools. He's got the nails, everything that you need. And then you watch the raw materials being brought in and you say, oh, you know, that wood looks as though it's a bit rotten or that cement mix doesn't look quite right. All right. So this is the actual structure. How I What I say to people is that the food is what your body takes to rebuild. So it breaks it down and rebuilds it into your body structure. The tools are like the minerals and vitamins that you need, all right? So they are the little enzymes that piece it together. So you need both, but what is the most important? It's the actual quality of the food, the complex carbohydrates, small amount of protein, not a lot, and minimal fats. We don't need fat. As we know, if we Eat our carbohydrates too many of them we can make fat we need very very small amounts of the essential fatty acids and what's happened in our society or in our culture is now we're gorging on refined carbohydrate very high protein diets and of course we've got the massive you know thing where it's very low carb high protein high fat diet That is going to take you backwards.
1: Catherine, can we just pick up on that? We're talking about all of you keto mad people, half a cow on your plate. And Catherine explains it so beautifully that even the the simpler folk among us, the ones that they're going to be training as physician associates who don't even need a GCSE, and they're going to be your future doctors, it's coming. It's all there. You've heard about it from Dr. Bob Gill. You don't even need a GCSE. Um, this having huge amounts of animal protein, what does that do to the kidneys and the heart and the the water?
2: Wow. Let's let's just talk about fat first, because I because it's easier to talk about fat and it's very topical. If you're getting energy from fats and not carbohydrates, the cell becomes a death trap. All right, it creates a lot of free radicals and it is the free fatty acids that cause insulin resistance. It is not complex carbohydrates. So that's the first thing. Secondly, if you're eating a lot of protein and no carbs or very low carbs, the body will generate energy from fat, but it will also, it has to have glucose. All right, because that's what the body monitors. As you know, if the glucose drops, you die. So, glucose is as important as oxygen. So, what happens is the body will start to break down body protein. It'll try and use the protein because there's a proportion of the protein after a long process that can be made into glucose. But in the process, there's going to be a huge amount of acid fallout, acid ash. They're called metabolic acids. And that puts a very big strain on the kidneys. So the kidneys have a threshold, 70 milliequivalents a day, I think, that they can get rid of acidity. People on a high-protein diet can have 250 milliequivalents. What then happens in the body is the body has to buffer it. So, otherwise, your pH would drop, or yes, it would drop. And we need to keep about 7.4. So, the bones have the biggest um, amount of buffering agents, and there you will see the beginning of your osteoporosis. And of course, acids get buffered with inside the cell. And that's one of the big things that reduces your capacity to make energy. So protein for energy is going to actually increase the degenerative process. You will age much faster. Carbohydrates actually keep you young. You know, everybody who's having the collagen things and the hyaluronic acid, it's made from sugar, carbohydrates. The body makes that. If you have no carbohydrates your body won't hydrate. It's like um, the carbohydrates that we eat or the complex carbohydrates. The body creates what I call a body pectin, like a, a tree has pectin. The amount of pectin in the young tree is very high. It holds moisture, so the tree is flexible. It is youthful. Same with the human being. When we're young, we have a body pectin is very high and as we age it gets less and less but if you cut your carbs out that is going to accelerate that aging process hugely
1: incredible and that folks is why i love the humble spud i eat them it kept the irish alive years ago all of this about potatoes are fattening The Gerson therapy has potatoes for lunch, potatoes for dinner, potatoes in the Hippocrates soup. I lost more weight than I'd ever lost uh, with exercising. I was getting fatter and fatter. Um, I was in the best shape really of my life by the time I'd done the Gerson therapy. And I can tell you now, sometimes I fall off my wagon uh, because of that little devil in my ear hole or or I'm not gonna blame it on anything. It's myself, I'm owning all of it. I own my doo-doo. And when I eat things I shouldn't, I get joint pain, um, really bad joint pain, and it disappears. So for all of you out there who continually come on my social media uh, with your bleating of potatoes are deadly nightshade, don't eat those, don't eat onions, don't eat garlic, don't eat leeks, lots of meat, do this, do that. What you're actually saying is that the work of Dr. Max Gerson, who remains unrivaled, Professor Donald Erick, even you can go back and read the mucusless diet. You're actually saying that their work is wrong and it's not wrong because it remains unrivaled. And at the moment, the Fatkins diet, as I call it, um, all of these keto diets, we're not seeing the results of that quite yet because it's it's what's come in sort of my age. Catherine. How do we help people? How do we heal ourselves? What can we do? I know, and I don't want people to miss it. We've got maybe five minutes. You have got the most incredible courses. Uh, And I just want to say, folks, you do as well get a discount code if you use Nurse Kate. How can people find their voice, make informed choices? I believe you make informed choices by learning. Learn it and walk in authority, which is what I do. What can people do?
2: Well, I've got this um, Healing Ourselves course. It's a five-week course, and it's taken a long time to get here because probably as you've been listening to me, you think, wow, she knows a lot of information and it's packed in. This course is for the absolute beginner, and it will get you on your program. You'll design it yourself with the knowledge, and you'll be able to stand up for yourself. You'll be able to – it just gets rid of all the – Awful, hideous, what do I call it, pseudoscience.
1: I call it bastardized science.
2: (laughs) I I crafted this course because I was so fed up with hearing people, even people come to me for Gerson therapy, saying, I've heard that sugar feeds cancer. Oh, gosh, that old chestnut. I I was so fed up with it because if that was true, the Gerson therapy. I'd be dead. You'd you'd be dead. So I've created this course for the layperson so that they can be absolutely sure of what they need to do in order to heal themselves. So it is about detoxification at cell level, not liver, kidneys, bowel. People forget, how do we get the nutrients into the cell and the toxins out? Because until that happens... You're not raised your healing capacity so that you can heal fully, fully heal.
1: From everything, when the body heals, it doesn't go, I'll just heal your gout. Oh, I'll just hear that prostate, enlarged prostate, Charles, that allegedly, actually, Prince Charles loves the Gerson therapy. There's a a letter down in the Gerson Institute that he wrote saying he was a supporter of it and it has been stated in the press that he's doing all natural and he sleeps in an oxygen tank you won't be getting that folks not on the national homicide service um so look you Catherine where can people find you and do put in the code nurse kate remember that when you do this course you then become the teacher you can teach your children you can teach your relatives you can teach your friends And nothing tastes as good as a healthy body feels, and it will heal everything. My psoriasis on my scalp went, problems I had with my heartbeat went, plantar fasciitis went, arthritis went. For the first time I could read without glasses in a decade at that time, 12 years ago, everything went. And even a lot of my hair, a lot of my hair all broke off. And Catherine said, don't worry, your hair will grow in luxurious she was correct, it did. Um, where can people find you? Because I know you, you have an amazing page on Facebook.
2: I've as got well. I do. I've got a couple of websites, but for the course you need to go to dietaryhealing.com.au and it's the Healing Ourselves course. Um then I've got my own, and the, actually the course starts, the next five-week course starts this Tuesday. If you're in the States, it's a Monday, but there's two time slots. So it is good for people in Europe and good for people this side of the world as well. So that's dietaryhealing.com.au. Stroke. If
1: you get stuck, if you get stuck, you can email me Kate Shimarani at tntradio.live. I will be doing a video on this because they're great courses. So don't forget, nurse Kate get a discount. Um, Catherine, people can also find you um, if they're sick and they want counseling through it. This yeah. is the lady I went to.
2: Yeah, that's just on my other website, which is catherinealexander.com.au. And there's actually, if anybody with cancer, there's a free PDF um, for helping people navigate through the system and ask the right questions. So they can make it. And folks, we're nearly finished and we'll see you next week. Get onto Amazon.
1: Nutritional Healing by Catherine Alexander. This is my favorite book. It's the best money I ever spent. And I've got a lot of books. I love them all, but this is my favorite book. And I don't just say that. Catherine, I do hope you'll come back and join us again because you are the font of all knowledge. It's been a pleasure. You're listening to TNT Radio. Thank you, Catherine. We will see you all next week. Same time, same place. Don't, same place, not police. They come through my front door with my keys. We will see you all next week because you are in the Natural Nurse Army. I love you all. You're my fam. Have a most fabulous weekend.